Good evening, Matt Offward. Hi. Uh, hey, we're talking about The Unseen today. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy I, with my pick. I This movie had been unseen to me as well. Ah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'll just sit in that for a minute. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I really thought I was going to fucking hate this movie. Oh, yeah, why, why the would you first, think that? Because I picked it? The first 10 minutes of this movie, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, even, like, the, the first few seconds of it, like, it looked like the Troma Team logo was coming I up. thought the same thing! <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, I thought about re-editing oh. at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is a Troma pickup that was, like, $100. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it really, like, even, like, getting into it, pretty far it was it still had that like kind of made for tv movie from the 70s feel Mm -hmm. to it like it really just there was something to it that reminded me of a lot of movies that i hate (laughs) you know and then it was like oh no we're not going the route that you think we're going like this is it's almost like it was ahead of its time in being so goofy yeah like, you don't see movies going for it like this in the 70s. It gets crazy. It, oh. <laughs> oh, it gets oh, big time it? crazy. <laughs> yeah. This movie is nuts. Ahead of its time is uh, a correct assumption, too. I feel like this would fit in perfectly now if you're watching right. a new movie. This is one of those, you know, when you're talking yeah. about like all, all the new phase of, like, sophisticated horror. Like, <laughs> right. I feel this almost fits in. And, and it, it's I mean, it brand. does. It, and it's almost... It's almost exclusively female fronted, you mm-hmm. know, like yep. there are no, well, there are no male protagonists in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Both of, one's a psycho and one's a dipshit. <laughs> Such a dipshit. <laughs> oh my God. That dude, the the football <laughs> yeah, player. Yeah. Oh my saying. God. There's no good male role models. No, this. no, 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 no. Well, I guess no. Junior is, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's bad. I say he doesn't know better is my guess. <laughs> Uh, he can't I mean, be blamed. You know what? I, you're when, right. When you're, you're right. when you raise your entire life in a basement eating raw chicken, like I'm sure you don't have like a big grasp about hey, how things work. She boiled that chicken. I saw. Uh, her. Okay, that was boiled chicken. It, the rat was raw. However. Yeah, the rat was raw. Yeah, definitely he was eating raw rat. It was a rapetizer. <laughs> oh damn, that was worse than the thing that I started with. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was much better. Uh, what are we talking about again? The pun scene. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> maybe we should start. Waka 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 waka. <laughs> yeah man no uh, this yeah i also i love the cast i love the choices that they made for all of the casting especially yep. Ernest. like he's i love sydney lacy and, and he's, he's usually just a supporting yeah absolutely. character like this is a very rare role for him and he brings it oh he, man it's such a performance it's especially because like his his forte is being a weenie yeah. Like his entire life, his his like every role he's taken is like being a weenie. And in this, he's like he actually turns at the end and he's a dominating physical presence. Yeah. And it's like that is unexpected. Like really <laughs> unexpected. It's pretty unseen from him. Oh, son of a bitch. You know what? Fine, let's just talk about it. <laughs> let's just talk about it before I stop talking to you entirely. <laughs> Matt, you're fired. Matt, we're both fired. Um okay. So, but first, the other reason that I that I thought I was going to hate this movie, mm-hmm. did you watch the trailer for it? Uh, no. The trailer is 100% dialogue free and is every scene of a woman screaming. <laughs> it is just edited together every scene where one of the women screams <sighs> for 
two and a half, three minutes. So you just think it's going to be a female torture fest? Yeah, you just think it's going to be like three on a meat hook or something. Yep. You know, it's like, why is this not... Like, why would you do that? <laughs> there are so many things. And there's even a fucking line for the trailer. Do you... Like, they, the, you get this fucking, tr- like, important trailer line where he turns... Ernest turns to the woman and he says, I see you've met Junior. It's like, that... That's goes, a trailer line. That goes in the trailer. Yeah. You put that line in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> in this nondescript house, something evil lurks in the basement. It doesn't even... It doesn't Just show even a floor do, panel. Right. You know what I mean? Anything. Oh, my like, God. It, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. No, I did not watch that. It's so horrible. It is, it is one of the worst trailers I've ever seen, and especially for a movie that is as bonkers as this. Mm-hmm. It's like... They made the movie. It was bonkers, and then the the investors were like, "Oh no, let's make it look super oh, no, normal." You made a you made a bonkers movie. No one will want to see that in the <laughs> realm of horror fans. <laughs> they love generic nonsense. Fuck you, man. Yep, that's probably it's, exactly what happened. I mean, honestly, it probably is. Okay, um, so we pull back from the sunset that looks like the Troma <laughs> logo going in, and we get some weird foreshadowing with the sculpture too that we hang on for a while. It's the weird little Buddha. Yeah, that almost looks like Junior. Kind of looks like Junior. (laughs) He looks like a little pro wrestler. He's even got like a little championship belt on. Yeah, he almost looks like uh, one of those um, subspecies guys. (laughs) He does also look like a little little wrestling subspecies guy. Like a little rad dude thumb. (laughs) And this was also, like speaking of ahead of its time, I mean, this was just like weirdness. For I've never seen anyone do this. We get two full minutes of just <sighs> yeah and you're like it sets an unsettling the whole movie's are, permeated with this really is this weird sex stuff what's yeah, going on sex and, is somebody tied up like what what is happening yeah. and then you see that it's just this really really moronic jock stuck in a, a leg press machine and uh trying to exercise his uh gummy leg from yeah. probably like a football knee injury yep that he's trying. That's his story. That's his whole story arc. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this leg right, no matter. Fifty doctors told me I couldn't. I'm gonna play ball again. Yeah, and also, uh, and I guess he's a wife beater. She drops that comment like one time in the movie, and nobody like pays attention to it. Yeah, it was just like, oh, by the way, beat up any women today? What? And his, and then her sister's like, you should really hook back up with him. Give him a chance. <laughs> what? <laughs> We don't know. She never mentions it again. We don't know if that's a, if she just said it for no fucking reason. We don't know Nobody anything. Nobody asked if you just beat up women today for no <laughs> that's, reason. That's a good point. I, I would have made more sense if she was like covering up a, a black eye in the beginning because we when we first meet her she's she's putting makeup on in the that bathroom. That would have been perfect. And it's like all you needed to do is have her like putting right. some foundation over a bruise on her cheek or something, but we don't see that. Yeah, and she's just leaving his office. Yep. On the t- 10th story, mm. which is not at all an apartment, it is very clearly somebody's office. Like oh. It's like one square room with like a desk and a bathroom adjacent. Look, that's, and that's modern it. living in, <laughs> in California. He in sleeps 80s. in that. He sleeps in that he leg sleeps press in the machine. Leg press, yeah. It's so He's good. like, oh, I'm going to fix my leg in my sleep. <laughs> Maybe that's what's and then happening. play pro ball again. Maybe that's why his leg's so fucked up, is he never stops <laughs> never working never stops out. pressing it. Um, okay. But super, super weird way to start a movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we get the... Uh, we get, um, also, they pan around the room, and we see football something or other, blah, 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 and an Emmy? She's a reporter. So they live together. Yeah. Well, sure. They share an apartment, and she leaves with a single suitcase, and she left her Emmy there? Or did he win an Emmy for football? He did not win an Emmy for football. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, maybe she's coming back for it or sending <laughs> sending somebody. I'll send someone for my Emmy. It, se- it seemed like... I don't even know if she's leaving for good. Uh, she packed a suitcase because she's going to Solveig right. for that. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So I think she's just really pissed off at it. For the Hens Christian Anderson Festival? Yeah. I looked it up, and it's it's a true place. Uh, Solveig, that's all uh, Danish architecture yes. and everything. Yep. And then when when they leave there, they go to um, San Alamos. And I looked it up on Google Maps, and it's like a half-hour drive away. Like So logistically, everything so in this movie is true. Like, you're yeah. saying that we could go stay at that hotel? Yes. Nice. And hang out with Sidney Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's still there. Uh, I think he's dead. He is very, very dead. He's very, very dead. (laughs) Like, more dead than dead. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And also, uh, when we say that he has a knee injury, what we mean is that... Somebody put some silly putty on his legs. (laughs) (laughs) He went to CVS and uh, got a discount Halloween (laughs) scar to put on his knee. It's left over from a... He tried doing the zipper face thing, but it didn't work, so he just had some leftover... It's so bad. It's like, it looks like a Band-Aid. It's yeah, so obvious. That's a, that's a bad part of this. <laughs> Luckily, that's the only time we really see it. Yeah, yeah. But it's stupid looking it was, for sure. It was pretty bad. Um, okay, so she takes off, blah, blah, blah. She runs out to the channel, uh, DNRS5 Action News Action Station Wagon, action whatever. Wagon. Action uh, Wagon. <laughs> action Wagon. And someone drives her away. But isn't she driving next? She gets in the passenger seat, and then the next time we see it, I think she's driving, but whatever. Yeah, they just they just cut out the scene where they stop for a bathroom break. Totally. And change drivers. I mean, yep. it's a waste of time, so they just cut it. Exactly. Salt. Yeah, the, the weightlifting guy who won the Emmy for football, uh, he, he watches her out the window, and he's really mad. He flips through his like appointment calendar, and he's like... And then he stops on a page that says Solven. And it's like, where is she going? Like... That didn't ever come up in conversation that she was going to the Danish fest. <laughs> this might also be why they are getting a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, this might be part of the relationship problem. She told him, but he couldn't hear it because he was constantly going. Was <laughs> <laughs> also, I mean, listen, I'm I'm not a knee injury expert, but like just because you can't play football doesn't mean you can't run. And also, like if this guy's like pushing that kind of weight on, I can't even remember what those things are called, but like. That's a really difficult exercise for that part of the body. It doesn't seem like this was B. Like he would suffer the injury he suffers later on. But that's okay. Yeah. Whatever. I think it is. That's why. He, that's why he can't play because it gives out on him sometimes. Just, just trick knee. It just stops. It's a yeah. trick knee. Yeah. Okay. So now we cut to, to the Oktoberfest, Danish fest, whatever fest, some sort of fest. And uh, there's we see the uh, the blonde with the harsh bangs. What is her name? Jennifer? Karen? Karen. Jennifer's, a Jennifer's the main one. Main one. Karen, Karen and I think Lily. Karen and yes. And Karen and um, Vicky. Karen Vicky, and Vicky. Vicky, not Lily. Yep. So Karen and Jennifer are sisters too. Did you catch that? I didn't. It just says that it just, on IMDb. Yeah, it says that. Uh, <laughs> they never mention it. It's weird, and they say they have the same last name too in the credits, obviously. But like weird. However, I did read that this was written. Did you? This was written by no. the same person that wrote uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, along with somebody else. Oh, weird! And apparently, their original screenplay got so butchered that they took their names off of it. So that's why. That's right. So apparently, uh, I it was they wrote a novel though based on their original screenplay. Hmm. And I found a copy on eBay, and hopefully, I'll win that. Um, <laughs> so What's I, it called? I forgot, but it's not called The Unseen. Okay. It's called something like a troubled woman or troubled man or something something super dumb. It Everybody's super fucking dumb. troubled in this. Everybody's troubled. There's it's a lot ca- of troubles it's going It's called on. something, but it's not called The Unseen. 
Hmm. And if you're listening to this, don't look it up and outbid me, Julio. <laughs> um, so I got like yeah. five days on it. Um, yeah, come on, man. So I want to read to see like if that. there is anything because there's no, there's nothing in the movie that they need to be sisters for. Like nope. it doesn't get brought up at all ever. No. Like nothing. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. It is. I want to know. I want to know what the original. I want to know how differentiated this went. And the director even changed his name. He was unsatisfied with how it came out, and he changed his name on the thing. I'm like, are you crazy? I'd be so proud of this movie. Yeah. It's. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's good. It's it's especially good for the time. What like, the hell was he going for? If this wasn't it, man. Yeah, you I don't know. Nailed it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Okay. So okay. They don't have reservations. They did, but they somehow goofed. some genius at the business office must have screwed up. Whoopsie. Uh, there's not a single room left in this town, thanks to the Hans Christian Andersen Oktoberfest, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> it's a festival. It's a fest. Uh, so the three women leave town, go to Los Alamos, and they see a hotel that looks like the fake front to a Wild West show. It does look like that. And they're like, oh, this must be a real hotel that people can go into, <laughs> which no human being on earth would say. And I love that she open, tries to open the door, but it's locked, and then she starts knocking on it, like... It's usually like means a business is closed. Well, it's, like, it's so like everything's <laughs> so look dusty. Active. It yeah. doesn't look. It looks. It looks like it's been closed for about a hundred years. Maybe they'll open up if I just knock and yell a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, surprisingly, it does. It turns out, <laughs> and that's where we meet Ernest Keller, played by the late great Sidney Lasik. Yes, um, and she tells him. Uh, she tells him the sob story and adds that one of her girls, uh, meaning one of her two women crew, the lady in the back seat isn't feeling well for no reason for no reason i guess she isn't feeling well but she seems to be fine whatever she, she always does seem to be fine but she's not feeling well yeah i don't know whatever <laughs> um uh, it's almost he, like they needed some way to leave her alone in the house to oh, get the first oh. kill but like had no real sensible way to do it like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so much better that instead of the bath scene it was just her on the toilet that whole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't come with the new sound. I've just got explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> you just, just sitting right here. Uh, and Lasik so did, Lasik did the same peep show thing <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, it really would have improved this movie a whole lot. Okay. I think I'm going to take the hot nudity instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the hot nudity goes along with the diarrhea <laughs> scene. Uh, okay. I only pooped top of it. <laughs> Come on, in one of these movies, you know that would happen. <laughs> so he invites uh, Jennifer in so that he can call around and possibly find them a place to stay. He makes some calls on an impossibly old phone. Uh, He's not talking to anybody. Because it's a museum. He's definitely not talking to anybody. But he does talk to his wife later on that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, he sounds like he's faking a call. Uh, and he's like, oh, they're out of luck. And then he gets a little Columbo moment where she it's like, wait, one more thing. I live in a giant house. <laughs> I just realized that I live in a murder mansion. Could you come to my murder mansion? You can keep my mutant son company. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not into murder match. It's <laughs> more, of a, more of a slaughter shack now. <laughs> That's fair. I understand. <laughs> Um, but so they do that, of course, uh, she turns around, he gives him like the most evil look the second she's not looking, mm -hmm. which is interesting because I feel like that there are certain parts of this that get complicated by his motivation. Very true. Like because what? he starts off and it's like, aha, I'm going to murder these people. 
Is he though, or did he just want to spy on right. girls? I mean, because it, it doesn't seem like this was a common thing. Like he was luring people there a lot or anything. Like it's not like that kind of thing. Right. That's a good point. Because he had to argue with his sister or his, his wife. Man. Uh, whoop! Spoiler. <laughs> whoop! <laughs> but he was like, "No, it's not your concern. We're, we're coming here." You know, like it wasn't like she's used to getting this call. Yes, that is true. I don't know. Um, okay, so let me think. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, he may have just wanted to perv on him. Okay, maybe that's it. But but his okay, so he's just being super evil about being a perv. Yeah, well, okay. he's just not very nice. He's he is he's not. not a nice that character. Is, <laughs> he is. Oh, I mean, the other thing is that he's a complete sadist. He's a total monster. Yeah. He's like a legitimate monster. We find out later on. Oh yeah, and it's like, well, then maybe, and he gets so surprised when someone gets killed. But maybe it's just because he doesn't want to get caught for it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, uh, we cut back into the into the car when she gets back with the three ladies and the Vicky in the back seat, who is, claims to be sick, and she's chewing a wad of gum the size of a fucking <laughs> football, and it made me want to barf. It was like I I don't really have a visceral reaction. It's a big old glob of big just, league chew like, that doesn't really something like that doesn't normally bother me. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, it made me sick <laughs> watching. Like, I was like, oh, oh, come on, man, that's just disgusting. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, Ernest calls his wife, sister, uh, and uh, says some ominous shit about getting a room ready and threatens her a couple times and how she shouldn't disagree with him. Or else he'll get cross, and she wouldn't like that. Mm. What is that horrible sound? Oh, giant construction on the end of High oh, Street. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, guys, if you can hear that, that is giant construction down on the end of High Street. <laughs> oh God, it's getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna burst right through the wall. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, Sorry, boys. Carry on. <laughs> uh, so. Inside the isolated old farmhouse that they follow him to, there's a skinny lady crying in a chair, and he's and Ernest is screaming for his wife. I love how often how much he, Virginia, 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 Virginia is crying nonstop in this movie. Oh yeah, I seriously think that they might be moving the entire building. Is uh. this possible that they're like, hey, we're in the air. <laughs> Oh really? Really? Yeah. You want you want to fight me too? Jesus! <laughs> fucking series fucking with me. Everything's going on. It sounds like children screaming and a fucking forklift. <laughs> <laughs> it's a killdozer. Jesus! <laughs> oh my god! I think there's somebody running over children with a forklift. <laughs> You're hearing it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. Oh god! I hope that this podcast isn't used as evidence in something. <laughs> It'd give us a lot of notoriety. That's true. It's a good point. Uh, <laughs> Any uh, publicity is good publicity, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, good God. So, yeah, um, Virginia, yeah, this poor woman has a horrible role in this movie because she's just um, perpetually sad. She never stops crying. No. But when you see her situation, when you when we learn her situation in life, it's understandable. It it is and it isn't. I mean, I feel like her her situation in life she'd be catatonic at this point. Where yeah. she'd just be she'd probably be done crying because it's just like, or she would have killed herself a thousand times over. But or like, him, mm. or I mean, okay, I, I hate to complain about this already, but it pisses me off. There was so much foreshadowing that she was going to take that fucking axe, and fucking kill that guy. 
I got really mad when he didn't. Mm. When she didn't get the axe and she didn't kill him with it. Yeah. It bummed me out. Oh okay. Well. But that's all. Wow, that's weird. Mm. This is a fucking weird podcast we got here. There's a lot of screaming. It's because we're talking about horror movies. It's so true. <laughs> this this summer is going to be a strange one, apparently. Mm. I can roll with that. Yeah, me too. All right. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we get uh, we get some really. <laughs> you need to focus, boy. I can't. There's too many children dying outside. Uh... <laughs> okay. Just die already. <laughs> Jesus, you've been run over by a forklift. Why aren't you dying? It's like the it's like Pee Wee and Buffy. <laughs> 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 Seriously, is there like a cheerleading squad out there? I don't. I think it's. Uh, I think it's bring your kids to Geno's and get them drunk day. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> uh, there is a cheerleading squad outside yeah. our fucking store. Maybe they're rooting for us. They might. In fact, they might be rooting for us. I'm just gonna say. Usually, that, people root for me. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah. It's maybe it. maybe we're the underdogs. <laughs> um, okay, so we get a really great like uh, ominous shot of a floor vent. We're like, hmm, we get I a wonder, couple of those. Wonder yeah. why this floor vent's so <laughs> ominous. Uh, and then Ernest brings their bags up to their rooms. Virginia's in the kitchen sobbing because she's always sobbing. <laughs> well, she comes out and does that very awkward. <laughs> Hi, nice to see you. <laughs> Room's ready upstairs. But the other girl mocks later yeah, on horribly. Instantly, like, yeah, so she, Karen does a pretty spot on impersonation mm-hmm. of her where she comes out and she's like, oh, your rooms are upstairs. And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I gotta go hide in the kitchen now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. Um, okay, but uh, Virginia weeps over dinner. Ernest is insane. He eats alone in the dining room and Virginia is serving him like a maid. I love the... the- blocking of this real weird yeah it just looks cool it does it looks great um so and he's just eating away without like a care in the world it's like yeah (laughs) he doesn't care about nothing but uh yeah vicky is sick so she's staying home she's staying in the in the room and uh karen and jennifer take off in the news wagon so ernest continues to eat while his wife does laundry and uh, but then he hears the bathtub going, and he's like, "Ooh, Ooh. time to get my little perv on." Yes, yeah, time to get his perv on. And so uh, we get some fun, like bad TV music going on, <laughs> which is fun. Uh, it's like kind of, kind of like Pink Panthery. Yeah, I love the music in this movie, though. The score is great. Yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. Hold on, I gotta check this it out. Is really oh, annoying. I got this is fucking annoying. All right, there's nothing we can do about those children. Yeah. Um, they're children that are cheering at everybody walking by because they're happy for the summer. Well, you know what? Who are we to shut that down? <laughs> fucking monsters. <laughs> Get the fucking hose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Anyway, mystery solved. There's no kids getting okay. run over by a killdozer. Th- thank God there's there was no killdozer action. I was really looking forward to that killdozer. <laughs> everybody looks forward to killdozer. Um, okay, so... Uh, He's going up to perv on the uh, on the girl in the bathtub, and she's getting naked. She takes a bath, and he's like peeping through the peephole <laughs> through the the keyhole, yeah. and he drops his keys. Whoops! 
<laughs> she hears it and he backs up and he gets all, oh, uh, I was just bringing you fresh linens. I, I was bringing you fresh linens. And uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically his delivery. And she's like, oh, I was nervous for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. How like she's instantly relieved when she hears that unbelievably insincere <laughs> uh, wording that he uses. So whatever. It's great. Uh, guess what? Virginia's weeping again. Mm. But now she's doing laundry when uh, Ernest pops out. And he's like, oh, I'm going to charm my lovely wife sister. This is amazing. <sighs> Where he pops out wearing a uh, clothespin on his nose and just going, ta-da! <laughs> And, and then starts clipping up clothespin to his lip, and then both his ears, and then just holding a conversation with her with clothespins all over his face. And shocker, she keeps sobbing. Yeah. Uh, she says, it's not right. And uh, he just keeps sticking clothespins on his face. <laughs> and then, eventually, he freaks out and throws the matter. Yeah. And he has one of his first of many uh, temper tantrums. Yeah, that, crazy, abusive freakouts. Oh, my God. He brings it so hard. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. He says, no one's going to find out. And then she keeps crying. Whatever. So Vicky goes back to bed. We find out that she packed fuzzy slippers to travel with, which yeah. I thought was like Who impressive. <laughs> I do not. And I think I'm... You're missing out. Yeah, I think I'm making a terrible mm. mistake. Um, okay. So meanwhile, in the hen house, the chickens are nervous. Well, she is sharpening an axe right there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we keep cutting to the axe on the chopping block. Uh, Virginia grabs it. She sharpens it on the grindstone. Uh, we see the floor vent open, and then we hear Lois scream. <laughs> she runs out of the room, gets pulled back by her nightgown. Pretty good scene Vicky, there. Vicky, Lois. Oh, sorry. Yes, Lois yep. is the actually name of the actor. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Vicky, she runs out of the room, and there's a great exterior shot right here I of love her. It. this is this is great the mm. scene of her in the window mm -hmm. yeah that looks great and when she gets pulled back it looks so legit yeah it looks <laughs> yeah. great um so she's struggling in the floor vent trying to something is pulling her into the floor <laughs> of the house <laughs> yes until eventually the grating falls down and and snaps her neck is that what happens i yeah that's, the uh, the film language told me that her head came clean off because of the the axe and everything, like the cutting to the axe and all that, I was like, "Oh man, her head's off." No, because the grate was still yeah, up. Yeah, it was her head still was up. Wedged. Yeah, I think it just broke her neck. And yep. it's just same same. I mean, it's so obviously trigger warning. We do get to watch an actual chicken get killed, which mm, yes. kind of sucks, but also totally works with this scene. And I'm sure they eat it, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, Unless it was like take eighty, and there's like a fucking eighty clucker pile next. <laughs> hey man, you know they need to feed the whole crew. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, meanwhile... So Vicky's dead. <laughs> yes. And she's just going to stay there for the rest of the movie, yeah, pretty she much. She just pretty much stays there with her head stuck head in stuck a grate. Head stuck in a grate. Yep. Uh, and uh, while she's busy being murdered, Jennifer's busy at the parade. Uh, you know, at Interviewing Oktoberfest. Sure. Yeah. So it's it's whatever kind of... it's it has something to do with... Hans Christian Andersen, or is it just that he's Danish? It's just a celebration of the Danish culture that set up shop there back in the day. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing Apparently, it's Solvang is all those Danish buildings like that. It's like a big Danish settlement in California. Okay. That exists. Um, so, hmm. yeah, it's just kind of like a Danish pride festival day in that 
Oh, weird. Mini Danish town. Okay, yeah. It's not as popular as Chinatown. <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> I mean, do they have Moomin Trolls or something at least? Sure. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so whatever she's doing, it's not exactly like really important news stuff. It's shocking that they'd even spare like a crew to stay. Oh, God, yes. It's <laughs> shocking that they'd give her a night in a hotel for this story. Yeah. But they do. Um, and uh, she's just like, here it is. They're at a parade and they're doing things. It's like, okay. And then we see uh, um, dipshit knee injury show back up. Big jockey dude. Yep. And she's like, oh, damn it. (laughs) He ruins their, like, so she's uh, the camera woman, Karen. She's taking a a shot of the crowd Mm -hmm. and he ruins the shot that she's doing. And she's like, I'm so charmed by you. (laughs) It's like. Your sister has he just ruined your shot. Your sister has implied very strongly that he hit her. Yeah. You know, like lady, take some fucking cues. This guy's a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Um but whatever. So uh that's yeah, it was Jennifer's ex, blah blah blah, same dude from the beginning. Uh Jennifer's pissed that Karen talked to him at all. Yep. I'm almost kind of pissed that this is even a plot in this movie. I almost feel like there could have been a better Almost like we didn't even need football guy. No, we didn't. But I mean, uh, it works. It works, but at the same time, it's not the most interesting thing, and I feel it kind of bogs the movie down at points. I see what they're doing. Yeah, like I see what the point of it is. Like the point is clever, and it's like it's kind of new too. Like it's something that's like, wow, you don't see this in movies from this era, especially mm-hmm. where it's like it's it's meta. It's like it's doing something where you're like. Oh, I've seen these movies before. You set up the big, strong jock dude. To save the day. He's going to come in and he's going to save the day. Yeah. And he shows up and, spoiler alert. Fucks it. He just falls on his <laughs> face. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> he literally, <laughs> like, has to run, like, 20 yards and falls on his fucking face mm-hmm. and crawls and does not successfully... Doesn't save anything. Do anything. <laughs> save anything. Nope. No, he doesn't do shit. And, and I, think, I think that's a cool little meta okay. touch, but it... It does waste a lot of time setting him up yeah. just for a, a little meta thing that, I mean, at the time, I bet it was shocking. Yeah. I mean, you, you watched this movie in 1980 and you were probably like, oh, shit. Yeah. That's crazy. But I mean, now you're like, you're used to things like that. A seen everything. A seen it all. <laughs> um, so I don't even watch anything anymore. Why, I'm so jaded. <laughs> Throw my TV in the lake. <laughs> even that chicken murder didn't do anything for me. Nope. Um, yeah. So, all right. He has a really boring speech about wanting to talk to her after he, after she makes that crack about him beating up women. And they still just hang out and hold hands. Yeah, they still do that. (laughs) Uh, back at uh, the murder manor, uh, Virginia cooks her two plucked chickens and brings them to the freak in the basement. Uh, he, she calls to him, but he doesn't answer because he's probably not hungry anymore because he ate most of that lady. Here's the thing. Did he? I don't think he did. <laughs> I don't think so. And either. also, do you think he meant to kill the other two people? I also don't think he did. Yeah. He hasn't even killed the second I, person yet, but he just leaves the body there, like in the air. Yeah, I mean I think he was pulling her down to play with. Oh, uh, sure. He doesn't he doesn't know his own strength and he doesn't know what anything means. Yeah. He's clearly he clearly is not in control of himself no. and you know, he sleeps in a pile of rags in a basement and eats dead rats. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, he's not he's not doing great. He's, um, he's maintaining. 
<laughs> he, is. he is you know what he's doing the best that he can yeah. in these trying times mm. these unprecedented times for him it's hard for all of us um <laughs> i'm just picturing junior in a covid commercial now <laughs> in these trying times when you're confined to the basement shoving teddy bears into your underpants and sleeping under trash <laughs> is this guy a pro wrestler yeah <laughs> is he what is, is yeah is junior a pro wrestler no, he's an actor oh i was hoping he was a pro wrestler he really has some pro wrestler moves yeah um okay so what do we got here uh We're, what's her name gets home karen uh, right karen shows back up karen gets sent back to the farmhouse because alone she's hanging out with because jennifer's bag. hanging out with a douchebag yep. all right so karen's trying to find vicky and walking around the house and I love this shot where she goes into the bedroom but she's not there and we just get the shot from the floor yep. that has Vicky's head still just stuck in the damn grate that she <laughs> yep. doesn't notice yep that's great then walks out and goes great. downstairs spills a fruit bowl <laughs> this that is inconceivable how that happens that is the, the that shot is so weird like, yeah, everything works fine. Just, I love the idea that she's like went to grab an apple and like her arm just stopped working, and so she dragged <laughs> the whole fruit bowl onto the floor. Oh come on, it's happened to you. It has literally never. And who the fuck puts cherries in a fruit bowl? What kind of weirdo does that? Have you seen the people that live here? They seem fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she's picking up all the fruit to put it in the bowl, and her scarf is dangling on another floor grate. Yep. And I thought that was, this was really cool, watching the individual two tines of her scarf start slowly getting pulled into yeah. the floor. And then when she finally goes to put the last thing back, she can't get her head up off the floor. And she is dragged horrendously face yep. first flying into this metal grate. Yep. Twice. And she just kind of gets killed by scarf pulling her face into metal grate hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of the deal. I mean... Yeah, it's it's okay. And it's meanwhile, we uh, certainly not the best kill I've ever seen. But I kind of okay. you know not that I wish for like brutal violence, but I kind of wish it was almost more. Yeah, I wish brutal. It was... She only gets like hit twice. It seemed like a little wimpy. It like, did, but like, at the same time, if it was any excessively more, we'd be complaining that it was just true. torture. It would, it would be, you know what I mean? It would be too so, gross. No, it's. I almost want it. I mean, with those all kids these totally things, totally got bored with screaming. No, that's too bad. Yeah. Let's go out there and scream instead. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what were uh, saying? No, no, I mean, I just, I, I like goofy violence, and this yep. feels, it feels too real, too. It does still feel like it's kind of like a little bit yeah, too on the nose, but whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, It's also killing somebody with a grate again. You know, it's the second great kill we've had. I mean, it's <laughs> it's more creative than just, but, just that, but still... And I think it's neat too. Like, I mean, yes, it's called the unseen, but we still, at this point, don't know we really what, him. what's killing these people yeah, that sure. lives in the floor of this house. It's, sure, it's kind of like a uh, people under the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, okay, so we now cut to the museum hotel thing where Ernest has gone back to his job. In big question mark quotations. I mean, we got to assume that's what it is. And he, he does that for a does living. little mini tours, I guess. And that's because they got to make their money somehow. Sure. Sure. You can't just, I mean, junior's not helping. No. Um, so this scene is incredible. <laughs> yes. Ernest is like completely pass out drunk, sitting in a chair, 
cat's licking his shoe for some reason. <laughs> There's a disembodied voice doing like a mafia style compliment reprimand kind of kind of shtick. What's well, his dad? It's just like a flashback conversation. Yeah, he's and this like, flashback hey, conversation you're tells- doing so good. Yeah, things are great. Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so cool because it, it this this. I love how this works, how I fill you in on, this pretty much fills in the gaps of what's yep. going on, where you're hearing this flashback conversation to, to learn that the dad found out that the Virginia got pregnant from yes. Ernest. And to make sure that doesn't happen again, he's going to, I guess, castrate yep. Ernest, but yeah. instead Ernest kills his dad. Yep. We mentioned earlier, my dad's been gone 20 years now, and I run this <laughs> hotel. Like, oh, yeah, he's been gone. When you freaking stabbed him when in the neck. stabbed him in the neck. When he went to castrate you for impregnating your sister. Yeah. Like, holy fuck movie. Why didn't which, he... Which, which he calls his wife and lives yeah. with still. <sighs> 20 years after the yeah. fact. No, it's it's disturbing. With this a 20-year-old is... mutant monster man in the basement. This movie's a bit much in a lot of ways. Um, <laughs> but also, this scene... Uh, gives something that uh, I swear there's some sort of clunky juxtaposition that they're trying, and I can't figure it out. It's almost well, like it's you. almost like a pro-choice thing that's going on here, because he's like, we we're gonna make this right, and we're gonna go down, and we're gonna take care of this baby, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah blah. And so it's like, okay, we got to get you an abortion. All right, and then later on. The woman is like, I got an abortion. I did, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, there, okay. there's, there's a, oh, there's a juxtaposition even, yeah, of two abortion stories okay, yeah. in this. I mean, why not just throw some abortion into the incest mix, I guess, while you're, while you're at it? <laughs> right. I mean, <laughs> well, though they did because that was, yeah. he killed him before that could happen mm-hmm. because that was what dad was about to do. And he made the mistake of deciding to castrate him first. <laughs> he should have taken care of the abortion first. Yeah. Um, and then we wouldn't have the junior problem that we have. And it's, I think that's what it's saying is that no more juniors. You won't kill any co-eds if, uh, if junior's not around. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I can't figure it yeah. out. I can't see what the, I can't see what the through line is between those two things. Yep. And it's just, I just like, I just like how we learn about all this, the exposition yeah. through this flashback disembodied voiceover instead of like a reenactment or anything. Yeah. We, we just mainly focus on Sydney's face getting all uncomfortable while being berated by his ghost dad. Like, yeah. And he's... It's effective as hell. He's doing a great one-man show yep. as, like, acting to no one. Yep. The voiceover guy sounds a lot like George Takei, which is also funny. Mm. You know, I enjoyed that. Um, and so, yeah, we got, we've got his whole backstory, and we know now just how creepy things are. Mm. So we're back at the house... And uh, Virginia finds a table knocked over and a spot of blood on the floor. And she follows it back to the guest room, screams, and then barfs in the toilet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just as she's, like, cleaning the puke off her mouth, Karen gets back. And she just stays in the bathroom and cries. Yep. Mm. Yep. Uh, Okay, and that's when... Oh, yeah, so this is when the the whole murder happens is right after Oh, okay. Whatever. No worries. Uh, So... Uh, we go from the two women dying to the boring conversation between Jennifer and Tony about how his leg isn't going to heal and he needs to give it up and get a real fucking job. Yeah. Kind of does. Uh, Virginia is now looking at the corpse in the house and she is not stoked. Uh, <laughs> Ernest is home and drunk off his ass and he beats her because she won't tell him what's going on with the girls. 
apparently he's shocked that people got killed. That's another question I have with this movie. Do they know that Junior can get out of the basement through the vents? Because they lock the door all the time. Like, what's the point of locking that basement door if he can just pop out in the bedroom upstairs? Or in the, you know... When we first see him upstairs, too, like... I mean... Vicky in the bed, like, sees him in her bed. Like, he pulls her from the window. Like, he's out right, of that grate. So he's it's out not of the grate. Like he's hiding in the grate. So, obviously, he can get out. So, why do they keep locking that basement door? Or do they not know that he can get out? Maybe they and don't know. was that a surprise? Know. Yeah. That might be something that they just didn't know. Yeah. I mean, it's very strange. I mean, and also, the point that you made before is, like, what is the fucking geography of this house? Oh, yeah. I mean, are there six-foot grates somewhere? Like, is there a six-foot yeah, gap giant between, the, between the floors? Yeah. How is he getting in there? It's like Junior die hard. Junior is not small. No, he's, he's not a slight man. Um, man, baby. But, I mean, we're, like... Yeah, we're talking like bigger than diehard grates to get it or oh, yeah. vents to get him up there. Well, we do see Sydney working with one of those later on that's, in the movie, remember? Oh my God. Do you think that that's their no prize is like, this is how it takes to ventilate this house. I this, think so. I think you're right. I think it's exactly <laughs> why they do that. They're like, oh, you need an explanation? Look at this. Look at how big these see? air ducts are that wouldn't support weight. <laughs> I, <laughs> that we can literally barely keep together with two people yeah. holding them, let alone a 300-pound man baby crawling through it. But whatever. That's yes, that is definitely their no prize. The the, oh, my God. That's great. This will silence the haters. <laughs> <laughs> this will keep the internet, which is going to be invented in 20 years, uh, off our back. Oh, the internet was a terrible mistake. Yes, it was. Pins available which you at buy it at fantastic pin at CoCityCompany.com. Uh, so... All right. Uh, football man drives Jennifer home back or back to the farmhouse. Yep. And, you know, he's grumpy and he's never going to give up on his football dream. Boo. And so he won't even talk to her the whole time. So bye, football man. Yep. There's a storm overhead. So Jennifer goes inside. And that's, you know, we lose football man until his pointless end scene. Yep. Uh, she goes back to the room and she finds her abortion receipt, which always good to keep your abortion receipts. Uh, <laughs> was that what that was? Did she already have it? She did. Or was she pregnant at the time? I believe. I couldn't tell if that was like, she said she made an appointment or oh, I don't know shit. if that was her appointment to get it done or it was a <laughs> receipt. <laughs> shit. Our listenership <laughs> just fell. I mean, this particular episode between the screaming children, the fucking abortion stuff and Jesus. If we have anybody left who listens to this podcast after this, I'll be shocked. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yes. Ernest goes to the basement to beat the freak. And and there's a moment where it's like, it sounds like he gets murdered. Like, you hear him scream in a way that you're like, oh, okay, cool. So, Junior just murdered No, Ernest. that's just him freaking out like he usually does. Yep. <laughs> it turns out he's just freaking out. I don't know if we were supposed to think that he died or something, but I didn't think that really. Okay. That was my died positive. <laughs> okay. So he comes back up and he says that they're going to have to murder Jennifer the second that she gets back because yeah, she's the only obstacle that could, that could, that can stop our beautiful way of life. This, this great thing that we've got going yeah. here. Just guys, just, Lay down in bed with a cigarette and go to sleep and just fucking... <laughs> for the world. Just for the world. Come on, man. This really does not need to continue. Uh, but whatever. Uh, okay, so... All right. 
Yep. She goes down to the cellar like you do when you can't find your friends. Uh, and well, she, he calls her down there. Is that no? She's yes. wandering around, and then he, she just kind of goes. She no. Cindy calls up really? from the basement, and she goes oh. to see, and he's he, that's where he's wrestling with that gigantic that's, heating that's duct. Right. Yeah. Yep. And he's got it on a pulley system, and it's like <laughs> I don't know well, what that, that this was is his, about because that's because his whole goal right now is to trap her in the basement. So having to, her, I guess, get killed by Junior. Yeah. I so mean, maybe yes. Junior, they know Junior is a killing machine. Well, they certainly know now. Okay. <laughs> uh, after cleaning up two corpses, well, yep. not cleaning up the fucking body, well, just well, stashing uh, him down in the basement. Well, that's See, true. It would have made more sense to me is if we had a whole corpse room in the basement, not right, just the their two friends. Party. Why wouldn't you have more? Yeah. So like we get the we get the feeling that this has been going on for a long time. Yes. Like that's how they're making their money is robbing all the like yeah. a wrong turn kind of thing. Like, but why they don't do that. Isn't that? Like, yeah. Why isn't that what they're doing here? And maybe it is in the book or the original screenplay. I yeah. don't know. Maybe they're, maybe that's one of the changes. Uh, but yeah, so we only when we do find the corpse reveal later on, it's just her two friends. It's not like there's any like this has been going on. But yeah, like, Sydney Sydney's got that overly complicated. Yeah, he's got the duct on the rope. That was his whole plan was to have. Oops, the screws the wrong size. <laughs> Keep holding this thing in the air that it would be fine to just drop though. While I go upstairs and lock the door on you. <laughs> Yeah. So funny. I mean, it worked. It works. It turns out it worked. Yeah. So, hey, kudos to him. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. This, no, you're right. This, this doesn't make any sense. It should have been a wrong turn thing. He mm -hmm. should have been, they should have been just robbing people and like yep. getting, like, they should have been prepared to get rid of the bodies. You know, there should have been a lot more should to Should have been this. a corpse party. There should have been that room yeah. filled with wallets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Some, yep. Yeah, I agree. The, uh, very strange that that's not how they went yeah. for it. Oh, well. But uh, so she's down there. She's like, eh, whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna drop this thing and <laughs> go look around. Um, she, she doesn't care about this pipe anymore. But uh, I don't think she ever did. Also, is there... There's no bathroom down there. No. So... It's lighthouse style. Poop so, in a bucket, boy. So she's down in this basement, and she's like, mm, this smells normal. Yeah. She's like, nah, that's I fine. probably would smell bad. It, Nobody comments on the smell at all. Yeah. Do you think maybe Junior spending 20 years sleeping in a pile of filthy rags? Maybe he climbs up out of the grate to use that bathroom in the guest room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's the only reason that's the he only came. Way. That's, that's yep. the only reason he came in contact with them in the first place. Yeah, he was just going to pee, and then he, he was, was like, oh, shit. He was surprised Pretty girl. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was it. Okay. Um, Let me show you my teddy bear. <laughs> Whoops, broken neck. <laughs> Oops, yeah. She dicks around in the cellar forever. Yeah, it's a while. <laughs> yeah, she can't get outside. Locked, upstairs is locked, blah, blah, blah. Bulkhead is flooded and locked. Oh, no, she's going to try that. Oh, no, her shirt is all wet. Why is that? <laughs> because she's Barbara Bach. That is correct. Uh, that is why they did that. Mm. Um, Use what you got, movie. Yep, they, <laughs> yep. So, wet t-shirt. The smeared eyeliner also looks really dramatic, too. Uh, she finds Junior's pail of chicken and dead rat. Uh, also, the newspapers that we that maybe they put down as a bathroom option for Junior. I don't know. Like he's a like he's a bird or Junior something. Junior hides under all that shit when Sydney comes down. Yep. Yep. Is yes. my understanding. That's why he's hidden from her right now. Well, no, but there's also like newspapers down on the floor underneath his food dish oh, <laughs> and gotcha. all that stuff, like a puppy. Yep. Um. But he also seems to be wearing a diaper. Yeah. I don't know. 
the more I talk about this, the worse it's the yeah. worse it gets. But okay, I thought it was just big, dirty, whitey tighties also that aren't possible. very tight anymore. <laughs> They're very not tight. Okay, uh, so she, at this point, she finds the corpses of her friends buried yep. in the wall, and that's when Junior pops out. Then Junior pops out, and Junior is disturbing. Yeah. Um, please, I'll, I'll allow you to... It's an amazing performance by Stephen First. Of a person who has spent their entire life in a basement. Yes. Um, yeah, and it, and it brings it, and it's almost, I guess by today's standards, it could be deemed insensitive. Oh, could be. Could I, be I de- can almost guarantee that that would be pretty. Like, it doesn't seem like an exaggerated, like, well, he it should seems be, very I mean, realistic. Right, it's true, but I mean, obviously you could not do this today. 100%. Yeah. You could not make someone who has a disability be a villain because of their disability. Right. It's a very convincing. Yeah, it's not Sean Penn for God's sake. <laughs> you know, we don't we don't want to accidentally compare it to a hack performance like that. It's not Rosie O'Donnell and riding the bus with my sister. I don't even want to think about what that looks like. I'll show you some things. <laughs> Boy, that sounds terrible. <laughs> uh, everybody thinks they're going to get a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Who should have got it is Sidney Lasik for this freaking movie. Yes. If the Academy ever watched real movies instead of fucking biopics. Yep, so true. Here's an award for a story you didn't even have to write. Yep. Fuck you, Academy Awards. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, but uh, so he this this character is like 100% bitten by nothing but trouble. Like, oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> There's no way around it. Like, Little Devil or yep, little. and Bobo, whoever, yep. whichever is which. But 100%, those are just exaggerated versions of Junior. Like, oh, yeah. Like, it looks so much like him. There's not a chance in hell that they didn't base it on That wasn't it coincidental. Yeah, it, yep. That couldn't, could not or have been coincidental. by. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, but, yeah. And uh, all he wants to do is play with... Uh, yeah. Um, her name, I forgot. Uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Yes. And he tries to get her to play with his teddy bear, <laughs> and he yep. has a little freakout session over the uh, the power box that he accidentally hits. <laughs> that's and right. I love that scene too. Yeah, that's good. And so we spend a lot of time just like watching Junior's antics here as yep. he dances around and claps and shoves a teddy bear and pretends he's wearing her hair like a wig, and and it's all just very. It's unnerving in the way, like, how would you handle that? Like, it's not, like, scary, like, I'm going to kill you. It's just, oh, shit, I don't know what this thing guy's going to do next. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, am I going to get hurt? Am I accidentally? Is he just wanting to play? And and Jennifer doesn't freaking even try to, like, communicate with him. She just keeps, like, like, so shame on her. Like, maybe she could have, like, she didn't even say hi or, like you know what's going on like she just kept crying and like burying her head in her arms and not looking at him (laughs) i mean it's pretty clear that he did murder both of her friends at this point yeah (laughs) okay his little his little lair in the basement has two corpses buried in it and i Uh, yeah maybe that sways an opinion i have a feeling (laughs) that that would probably affect my my mental state as well uh okay 
but uh, but she runs away from him here, and she rolls her ankle in a very in a hilarious scene. Yeah, <laughs> like it's such it's one of those like insert shots where it's like, okay, now put your ankle, put your foot on the side. Okay, there you rolled. Yeah, your ankle. yeah, you rolled your ankle. <laughs> yep, perfect. Looks great. Um, but then she starts holding her side because she rolled her ankle, which is also funny. I loved that. <laughs> It's like, oh no, my side. I mean, my ankle. I mean, yeah, wh- I mean, I, eh, I'm in whatever. a lot of pain. <laughs> I'm, I'm in pain somewhere. It's fine. Uh, okay, uh, he runs off here. Just, I love the scene where he runs and, and after the teddy, and he just puts his that that shot of him putting the teddy bear in his underpants and just running just off. Runs away. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Um, because it just adds again to that unpredictability. Like. What the hell is this guy's deal? Like, like he's doing like we know his deal. He's totally yeah not there. But it's and just he's like, doing like Three Stooges stuff too, which is also fun. yeah yeah. He's doing like legit Three Stooges routines. Um, <laughs> that would be the weirdest situation to find yourself in. <laughs> would not be pleasant. No way around it. Um, so Ernest comes downstairs. Junior hides in his clothes pile, and he says the the line that should have been in the fucking trailer. Mm-hmm. I see you've met Junior. Mm. Uh, Jennifer tries to crawl away, but she's got the ankle issue and Ernest is like, all right, it's time to end this. And so he goes to strangle her with his belt. And, uh, then finally, uh, Virginia grows a spine here and she's like, all right, fuck it. This is time. Enough of this shit. And we get the biggest family quarrel here because Virginia bites Sydney's arm Yep, or Ernest's arm. And he just backs off of trying to kill Jennifer and just socks, knocks out Virginia Junior sees this and gets pissed that he punched out his mom. <laughs> yep. So Junior just charges Ernest like a bull and flips him over a, a, a pile of wooden things, breaking yep. right through a mirror. Like, it's intense. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's he, like, he's sort of out. Not quite. He's just kind of down for a minute. Uh, Junior goes to to mom to investigate her, but he can't wake her up. He can't wake her up. We assume she's dead. She ain't. Uh, Junior's pissed. Um, so eventually, Ernest gets up and starts fighting with him again. But then Ernest bear hugs him and is like about to like crush his spine when uh, when he finds a two by four bonks him on the head, <laughs> bonks Junior on the head. And uh, that doesn't do much. He does a real. He like, does a real curly. He does a curly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Okay, well, that doesn't work. If only I had a board with a oh, a board with a nail in it. Run, Toros. He's got a board with a nail in it. <laughs> Don't worry. One day they will make a board with a nail so big it will destroy them all. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but all right, put that Simpsons in. Yeah, we got we got one. Um, but uh, yeah, so he grabs the board with a nail in it, smacks him upside the head, and Junior is down nah, for the count. That doesn't. He, he, that's a big nail. Yep. Junior kind of stumbles and falls, and then we get a great effect shot of him taking that board. Yeah. When he pulls that board out of his head, it looks legit like he just yeah, pulled this giant nail out of his forehead. That's a yep. good effect. That was good stuff. Um, and also, it turns out that Mom wasn't as dead as Junior thought. I didn't think she was dead. She was just she got punched. Well, yes. Right. Uh, but Junior pretty much thought that she was dead because he couldn't wake her you know he's not going to be an emt anytime soon (laughs) i don't think especially with that the especially with the nail in his head um coming this fall on nbc (laughs) emt with a board of the nail in his head (laughs) uh so i may uh, have a board with a nail in my head 
But I save lives. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so Virginia goes over to cry over him because he's dead. Or she thinks he's dead now. And now she's got murder in her eyes. And Ernest pushes her down again when she goes to attack him. And it turns out that Junior wasn't as dead as we assumed. And he's pissed about this whole thing. <laughs> um, so he's uh, he pulls the spike out of his head. But then kind of lays down to die. But yeah. he's still breathing. Uh, Ernest forgot about Jennifer. This whole time Jennifer's been crawling up the stairs slowly yep. to get out. And she's gotten out. She's and out she of does. the cellar. She gets like out of the house. like that rat record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she goes not, I mean, I guess maybe she didn't have her keys on her. <clears throat> not to the news wagon, but into the chicken coop. Channel 6 action news wagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And then we get another great. Uh, Sydney performance here as he's stalking her in the chicken coop as he walks in and nobody here but us chickens <laughs> and starts chucking chicken feed all over the place starts chucking seed at chickens so weird oh it's so great it's such an eerie performance yeah it it's, brings it's everything creepy. so hard and then uh she spies the axe that we were talking about earlier. yeah and grabs that and tries to but he also sees her go to grab yep. the axe they he have grabs a, it they first. have a tussle over the axe he ends up getting the axe. She runs outside while he's slowly stalking her with the axe. And that's when um, Jocko shows back up. Like, he had a change of heart, and he was like, maybe I maybe I should go back and say, I'm sorry, I'm never playing football again. <sighs> oh, my God. But his football injury isn't enough. Is so we get that... Too strong. That, that, as you were talking about, that hero to save the day. Oh, crap, my leg, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's kind of like Dick Calloran when he gets into the, the overlook. Yep. Like, I'm here to help. Oh, axe in the chest. <laughs> yep. So he's... We get this slow-mo on his legs, too. So it's just like... It's cutting back and forth, like... It was like, we know what's going to happen. Running, eh. running, running, and running, and running, and he just doesn't make it in time. And so... So Ernest is like right on top of her with the axe and he's like raising it up to just basically take her head clean off and boom. Turns out that the shotgun that we saw on the wall when uh, somebody was wandering around was mm -hmm. loaded and she does know how to use it. And, and Virginia kills her rapist brother. Yep. Good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> And we don't get any dumb, like, I'm back up from a shotgun blast scare either. Like, it's... Yeah. This movie's not dumb like that. No, it doesn't do those things. It definitely doesn't. I mean, I, this movie is so icky, but it's so goofy that it's hard to feel like it's really icky. It is. Like, it's like normally these movies... It's like sleaze that doesn't gross me out. Yeah, it's weird. Because talking about it out loud, you're you like... You would feel like this would be would so offensive this, and not something you want to watch. when you actually watch it, you're like, oh, this is just too goofy to be taken seriously. So you never However, really get However, as goofy that. as it is, like I said, I cannot stress yeah. how great Sydney is in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's great. Like, it's my favorite. Like, the performances from everybody are great. Yeah. Like, the unseen, Stephen First, like... Oh, yeah. He brings it so hard as that character. Yeah, so very strange. Um, and so... Yeah, you know what I was expecting, and I'm so glad it didn't happen. <laughs> I was a hundred percent expecting that we were gonna cut to a fucking football game. I thought that she was gonna be in the Watching bleachers, him in the, oh my god, cheering 
him on as he triumphantly won. Like he's being held up in the air with the fucking game ball. <laughs> and she's like, yay, everything's better now. Oh, that would have sucked so much. That would have sucked so much. And I was like almost convinced we were going to see it. Or we went to the football game and he's like, oh, he's got this. If he gets this touchdown, it's a win. Oh, his leg just came out. And then we see her in the stands stand up and be like, I fucking told you. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> I would, she, have, I would have rolled with that, I think. And she goes home with Junior. <laughs> <laughs> and we see He's the, waiting in the car. <laughs> we see their marriage. He's waiting in the car in the back seat, yeah. <laughs> He's got, like, mirrored sunglasses be- on. Uh, one of those, like, propeller beanies. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that he was, like, super cool, and he had, like, a leather jacket, and he was, like, on a motorcycle, and he's like, oh. come on, babe, let's go. And, like, nope. take off with Overall junior. suspenders, striped shirt, helicopter beanie. And also on a motorcycle, and he's like, Come on, babe, let's go. <laughs> With a teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. But uh no, we we get the uh a very morose final shot of yeah. after Virginia shoots Ernest, she just goes back into the basement and puts Junior's head in her lap and that's yeah. it, man. Because it, we need to keep him around for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was ever a sequel. Plan. No, I don't think you so. You couldn't either. sequel this. this would be so stupid. <laughs> this would be a t- I mean, you think that, but I bet if it was successful, you could. Mm. I'm I'm sure you could. Yeah. This is weird. This was a weird one. I was really not expecting to even be able to enjoy this movie. Okay. And uh, and yeah, and I did. I thought it was fun. Yep. I uh, This was a movie that I found thrifting, I don't know, probably 10 years ago. I'd never even heard of it. And I just found this and I was just like, okay. <laughs> uh the tape box is annoying because you see the unseen on the back of it if you look the yeah. only picture on the back of the box is of junior so it's just like oh okay so when watching it the first time that kind of buzz killed it for me because it's like I, I mean i didn't know what junior was going to act like but i knew right. what he looked like and it was just like damn it was so much cooler if you don't have any idea what's in that yeah in the basement there no yep. absolutely i mean i i think that they were so they were so excited about the surprise of of Junior being the child of this family and blah 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 and whatever that they overlooked the fact that you could just say Junior and you could say all these things. You could point to the fact that there's a Lovecraftian family member in the house mm-hmm. that's murdering people, and it like you know we're prepared for something supernatural. You know what I mean? I like I'm even it could have been that yeah. It could have been any, like a lurking fear kind of situation, but instead it was this, which almost seemed like, it almost seemed like a a surprise that it wasn't something supernatural. And the box also has the dumbest tagline that is so sensationalism here. Yeah. Three luscious women and an unspeakable terror lusting in the darkness <laughs> until now. <laughs> What? Oh, boy. They made it meat hooked. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Like you said about the trailer, they yeah. just kind of marketed the whole... Yeah, this is just... It was marketed wrong. Yeah, big time. I mean, but again, it, it is... He's not lusting in the basement. We don't get not. any indication that <laughs> no. Junior's a rapey fella. Nope. Junior is just having fun with his teddy bear and running around the basement. Three luscious ladies. They're three reporters from the news station. Yes, they're pretty, but, but man, you make, it, you make it sound like it's a... It's like a bunch of hustler centerfolds. Exactly, exactly yeah. <laughs> no, it's just some random business ladies yep. that are in a building. <laughs> One doofy jock with a bum knee. 
I mean, honestly, he was pretty luscious. Yeah. So, you know, he should have been thrown in there, too. And Sydney doesn't even get top billing at all. It's 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 Jun- yeah. Junior and Barbara Bach. I mean, I can understand top billing. Barbara Bach. Barbara Bach is the Bond girl, yeah. I mean, yeah, because she was a Bond girl. Yep. But, man, put Lysak's name on the cover, please. Man. And she was Ringo Starr's yep. wife. So. Still. Still is. That's right. She's still married to Ringo Starr. That's fucking weird. That's she has be not weird. done a movie, though, since 1985. She doesn't need to do shit. She's married to fucking Ringo yeah, Starr. Yeah, I figure that's why she's not doing it. I have a feeling she doesn't need to do nothing ever again. <laughs> um, except for put up with Ringo Starr. <laughs> um, yeah, weird. And this is also from the director of Friday the 13th, um, A New Beginning. Ooh. The one without Jason. Yeah. And the director of uh, Savage Streets with Linda Blair. Jesus Christ. And he's apparently a nightmare to work with. Really? He's not here to defend himself because he is dead. Oh, but I've really? But I've read that he is a terrible director uh, who does not know how to talk to actors, which is kind of surprising because I feel like he's gotten so many good performances yeah, out of... Yeah, this is definitely a full of good performances. Yeah. It's strange to think that people thought that he was bad at that. Yeah, I've heard some horror stories. Interesting. kind of surprising. Oh my god, the commentary on Friday the 13th Part 5 is so fucking funny. Oh yeah? Oh my god, it's so worth it. It's worth getting the Blu-ray just for the commentary okay. tracks. Uh, I still have Damien's copy of it. Uh, and I need to get it back to him. But now he's left town, so I have it forever, and he'll never yep. see it again. Fool. That's what he gets for leaving town. He told me I could keep it, and I was like, that was one of those, I know you're never returning this, so you can <laughs> fucking have it uh, kind of things. So I probably need to get that back to him. But, uh, yeah, holy shit. Give it to me, I'll just give it back to him. <laughs> it is it is funny, though. You you should definitely check out that commentary. Okay. Because it is, it is funny as hell. Um yeah, so there you go. But yeah, that's the unseen. I can't stress it enough. Um, some nice soul has ripped it to YouTube. Yeah. Um, it is a little tricky to find, uh, but if you search YouTube, the unseen 1980, 1980, you will find a very nice rip. You will also find another rip of it on YouTube uh, from Commander Videos. Oh, uh, my God. Commander USA, USA TV is show. Groovy Movies. Groovy Movies. Yeah, that's it. And if you want to see, that's some fun Yeah. edited version, of course. Of but, course. But you get to see the Commander Oh dork God. guy thing there i love him to death he was one of my he was he was my first horror host yep commander usa was the first the <laughs> first horror host i i knew of i used to watch that all the goddamn time commander usa and I, I i i miss, i missed that when it was originally on I, i've seen a handful of youtube clips and it seems like Fuck! I wish I didn't miss that one. Also. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was definitely a thing. It was a it was definitely a gateway drug to mm-hmm. shitty movies. Gotcha. Yeah, USA Up All Night was my jam. However, I used to also watch that another all one. The time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. Yep. God. So that's the unseen. Hundred uh, percent do recommend. Yeah. Check this movie out. I mean, again, I think I feel like we probably I think if we were not being uh, screamed at by children for the entire first part of this <laughs> this podcast, I think I probably would have established a trigger warning for this one because it is definitely there's a lot of horrific subjects in this that are treated with, you know, even even we were treating with very, you know, dismissive, you know, tones in the in the thing itself. It's yeah. very it's very goofy for the horror that they're showing. And it's not pretty. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I mean, 
But again, like I feel like I'm particularly kind of sensitive to these kind of things. Like I feel like they tend to bother me. Yep. And this movie did not bother me. Yeah, that's my thing too. Like this is a definitely a disturbing movie. And I was just talking to that about a friend online about this today. Like disturbing movies aren't my forte. Nope. I'm usually not. Uh, I don't watch them when people yeah, are like, yeah. "This movie's so disturbing." You think that movie's sick? Watch this. And I'm like. No, yeah, here, I don't watch, watch either one of watch them. Watch audition. Yeah. No, I no, don't want to watch audition. Wanna. Why? <laughs> I've never, se- I've never seen Salo or a Serbian yeah, film, and no. I don't want to. I mean, not no, discounting there's... them, and I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying just, that's not, not what I thing. seek out. Yep. Yeah, no. So this, by definition, might just be one of those things that like I wouldn't want to seek out. However, I do love yeah. this. It, everything fires right in this movie for me. Yeah, it does. And and again, it's it's very it, it's interesting in even like if you want to be super nerdy about horror films like this has a really important place contextually mm-hmm. in the in the evolution of slashers. Like I watching this, I was like, oh my god, this is like a missing link movie. Yeah, like this is all of the horrific, weird, inbred horror of Texas Chainsaw combined with all of the goofiness of a later movie with like some sort of big nonsense monster kind of ending and like it's it does not it just feels it feels like it's it's something that I've never seen before yeah, like it's an, special it's an in-between era like and and it does you know it's 1980 so it's yeah. like that exact like it's like the transition between 70s movies and 80s movies mm-hmm. and you can feel the like everything's bleak and like gross and this you know this is a story of true life horror that bums you out of the 70s stuff where like 70s movies had that like it's gritty and slow and like slow burn and like this is about family horror and you're like okay (laughs) sure and then 80s had the like it's goofy and people die but nobody gives a fuck and you know like they're not really dying so you know that it's not really happening and it's and it's just like those two things together. I mean, especially her the death with the the neck break and the, yeah, uh, and the grape was hilarious. That shot of when you just see her yeah. still hanging out there later on, like and the and, girl comes looking for her, right. like I love it. <laughs> it's it's intentionally funny. Yep. Too is like that part is definitely played for laughs, and as dark as it is, yeah. as, right? As dark as it is, and it's like, yeah, it's it's a weird one, man. It's a real weird one. <laughs> I would love to know what this thing was supposed to be like. That's why I've ordered that book. Hopefully I can get that book. Mm. Fascinating. All right. Well, that was a quick one because it was uh, one of those 70 slashers. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But now you have time to listen to other cool podcasts. Exactly. Listen to all the other cool podcasts. Um, The Rude Horror Podcast just got a Joe Castro. Oh, nice. That's awesome. I'm sure he's got some neat stories to tell, Yeah, always. We're going to be seeing him soon, right? No, that's Bobby Knight from Universe Retro. Oh. Go check out the Universe Retro YouTube Oh, it's channel. Universe Retro that's going to be coming up. Yes. Okay. Uh, our buddy Bobby Knight is shooting Mom and Pop, a documentary that's about right. indie video stores. And uh, he wants to talk to us knuckleheads. Knuckleheads. And uh, so, yeah, if anybody is in the Portland, Maine area and wants to hang out with us on Saturday the 31st, of July? Of July. Okay, cool. Bobby and his crew are staying with me at my place, so I know we're nice. going to try to meet up with some other tape heads here in the area and uh, have a little powwow. Sweet. Should be fun. Nice. All right, then. 
Well, we will uh, we will see you later, and uh, we'll be back with something next week that might be a little more goofy. And uh, before um, before you see us again, make sure you go to CoastCityComics.com and buy a lot of cool <laughs> things like a Funbox Monster Podcast t-shirt. Do that, please. Do all of those things. Buy or, all of the things. Or, or an officially licensed Black Roses t-shirt, yeah. which I wore to Starbucks the other day, <laughs> and uh, the barista recognized it. He, what? I, he was like, is that a... Is that a Black Roses shirt? Like like the movie? No. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, no way. <laughs> nice. That's great. And uh, yeah, I guess he learned about it on Red Letter Media. Oh, uh, that's funny. So he knew about the movie and he was shocked that I had a t-shirt. So I, I sent him your way. So oh, that's nice. I'll go check with him and make sure he bought one. And if Damn not, well better hit him. have. Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny. Uh, yeah. So I'm really excited about doing uh, Blood Diner at some point. But oh, like, I would love to. But I really want to get a hold of Jackie Kong before we do it. Like, I want to get an interview with her for okay. it. Okay. Because there's so much interesting shit about her and all of that. So I, it feels we'll like... It. You got her hold of her before. That's true. You can also get an officially licensed Tupman Cafe tank top here at CoastCityComics.com. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so... It, it works great uh, to wear while making veggie burgers. It sure does. Uh, yeah, so all of those things. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. All right, good night. Bye.